God, we just come to you in prayer. I pray for my nation, for the church in my nation, whoever else needs it as well. Father God, forgive us. You used to be our king. It's very sad to say those words, used to be our king. And we wanted men to tell us what to do, men to tell us what to think, how to pray, how to believe the word, and so on. Father, forgive us. We're coming back. We are your people, your royal priesthood. We thank you that Jesus was sent to the earth. We thank you so much, Father, for Jesus. That Jesus, you came and you restored the kingship of our God over our church. That you are both king and priest. And we don't need another king. We need you. You are enough. You're enough to teach us. You are enough that every Christian would walk in revelation knowledge. You are enough to give faith to every single Christian, faith in a certain situation. You are enough to give us hope. Lord, and I thank you for every minister, every person who ministers to others, but I ask you to put things right in the church of Russia. Put things right that everyone will have a very direct and strong connection with you. Not only hearing you, knowing your heart. We came to you once upon a time. We came and we gave our lives into your hands. They're in your hands, not in anybody else's. And that is the truth. Let this truth set free many people who think that their lives are in some human being's hands. They are not and never will be. Because you are king, you paid the highest price on the cross, my King Jesus. And so, Lord, will you please come and be again the king of the church in Russia? I pray the people will be able to change from their traditional ways, habitual ways. That this is what we do. We go to one conference, then the second, third conference. Then we read a book and we count it as our own revelation. I ask you for a spirit of wisdom and revelation to come upon every Christian living on the face of the earth, that we will have this confidence that we, each one of us is called to walk in revelation knowledge and knowing your heart, because that's the spirit of prophecies, knowing your heart, not knowing information, but loving you and loving your heart. And you don't accept people into your heart just like that, coming in. We come boldly, we come with reverence. So will you restore this fear of the Lord that will be stronger than the fear of man in the church, Lord? Forgive us for wanting to be like the world, like other nations, where we need a human being, a person, to tell us what to do and how to think. We renounce that in the name of Jesus, and we come back to you. Will you reign over us more than ever before? Will your authority come back to the church so that your revival can come, Lord? Thank you, Father. We are all in agreement. We need this. We need this. Set the captives free. The captives, my brothers and sisters in the body of Christ. The fear of coming to God boldly. The fear to believe that you can have your own little portion that God will give you. A little piece of land, spiritual land. And it's yours. Thank you, Father God. Will you answer our prayer today? 
for the body of Christ in Russia and whoever else needs it. Amen. If anyone wants to go on praying into this, please go ahead. I wanted to say, Katya, that this is a perfect word that God had placed in my heart a couple years ago, being tired of going to, to whether it be church or synagogue, but and expecting to have the preacher and or evangelist bring a word or in a revelation. More so, I said, Lord, I, you have no limitations if we are willing to, to receive it. And so I see this more, not so much criticism, it's iron sharpening iron. And I definitely thank God for this word. So praise you, Lord Yeshua, for, for this, that just like the nations have, or Israel wanted someone physical and tangible to see, to be guided by in, in the world, like the rest of the name, excuse me, the rest of the nation. Father, I first I pray for free for you, and I thank you for your forgiveness. And I, and in that same way, that we may not necessarily would want an earthly, manly government and the equivalent of going to church or going to the synagogue to wait on a, another human being to bring that revelation. You are willing to give it freely and directly, Father. So I thank you in Yeshua's name. Yeah, I have a word coming to me. Maturity. God is just repeating maturity because that is maturity. It's very simple. It's just knowing God better. And in, in the end times, it's like, what if we won't be able to meet together? What if there won't be a man to go to? What if we don't have internet? What if, for example, someone that is very in a high position in the church says that this is of God when it's from the opposite side and directly from darkness? So who are you going to believe? What are you going to do? So it's very special. It, it has a different kind of angle in the end times because it's always important, but now it's it's crucial. Yeah, I think you're reiterating or not, you're reflecting on and supporting what came through the Israel Watch yesterday. I just mm. posted it. I'd encourage everybody to listen to it. But the word was that, that there's a new wave of the prophetic coming. And I just got something this weekend from somebody who said the 911 wave is coming, 911 call, the 911 issue where the enemy destroyed so much. Now it's reversing and there's a wave come rising up in the nations wow. where it's going to turn on the enemy. And that's the, and along with that, Rania had a vision of a, a pretty prophetic vision of the warfare over the Middle East. But the bottom line is that there's a new wave of the prophetic rising up. And it carries the weight of John the Baptist. And they will have strength to turn the battle at the gates of our governments. And it may be happening in Russia. It may be happening everywhere. But a part of us as watchmen, is, I believe, is part of that wave. So, Father, I pray for you. You say in your word that you will pour out your spirit on all flesh. And your young men and your young women shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams. You also say that we can pray for a spirit of grace and supplication to come upon us. Father, I pray for a boldness. Love is love, guys. Love is perfected in this, that we will have boldness in the days of judgment. And I call people out of their shells. And I say that their seed within them shall take root and bear fruit upward. 
in the days ahead, Father, that we need to eat of the fruit that's in your spirit. And we call it out now in the name of Jesus, out of your shells, rise up in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Hillary wants to speak. And then I'd like Zhenya to share something. She had something important to say. Go ahead. Your microphone is turned off. Okay. Thank you. When you were speaking, there were two scriptures just thrilling my spirit. And one was Ephesians 1, where Paul was speaking to the people of Ephesus, facing Artemis and all of that darkness. And he prayed for the spirit of revelation in the knowledge of him. And that's it. And for years, I thought it was about revelation knowledge. And then one day, the Lord just said, it's about me. And it was like, wow. And I pray that for all of us. More and more revelation in the knowledge of him. And that the eyes of our understanding will be opened. And to have the revelation of the hope of his calling for us and our nations. And the redemptive destinies and the places he's positioned us and the calling upon each life, and the revelation of his incomparably great power, his resurrection power in Christ that raised him from the dead, nothing could hold him down. And that we would actually see the treasure of Jesus in each one of us, the saints. And I think we see that on this watch, it's so, so exciting. And it's so dynamic and it's the body of Christ alive. And I just want to pray this into the body of Christ in Russia. And the other side of this was the Lord has been having, we've just been having some very disappointing situations along these lines here in Canberra and Australia. And oh, I just said, Father, please give me revelation. And he took me back to Numbers 14 where there was this different spirit that was on Caleb and Joshua. And they were going to cross over and they were with the other 10 spies who had the negative evil report and fearful of death and all the victimization of their children, all that stuff. And God was so grieved. He said, how long will these people reject me? How long will they not believe me? And I just wept before God and I just really hear what you're saying. He's so passionate that we would not reject him as our king. He, we would believe him. And then he, when Moses asked for pardon, the first thing God says, and my glory shall cover the earth, shall cover Russia, shall cover all the nations of this earth as the water covers the sea. That was his intention. It just exploded in me. And then he speaks about the Jewish people, my people holding in him in contempt, 10 times testing him. And then he goes straight on to say, but my servant, Caleb, he followed me wholeheartedly. And I just want to really commend you and encourage you. This is his heart. He's looking for wholehearted, noble ones who would love him devotedly with eyes for him alone. And I just really bless you, my sister, in Jesus' precious name.
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I received that very much. Женя has something to say, and I'll interpret for her. Pause. Делай только. Я хотела сказать на другую тему. Or did you want to speak English? Нет, я не хочу. Okay. Huh. I want to say, speak about something else now. Сейчас. Честно говоря, по отношению вот в наших наций это Россия и Украина. I want to say that in some of the nations, at least in Russia and Ukraine, as I see it. Что вот народы, они нуждаются в утешении и утешителе. That the peoples need a comforter and they need comfort. Что такая сейчас стадия просто, которая вот стадия утешения. That we are in a stage that is a season of comfort. И я хочу два писания таких, которые об этом говорят. Read from two scriptures. Isaiah 66 is one of them. 66 and 13. Verse 13. As a mother comforts her child, so will I comfort you. And you will be comforted over Jerusalem. И есть еще второе место. Это Иов, 42 глава. And another scripture is in Job chapter 42. Это на английском, потому что у меня тоже на английском. Verse 11. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. They comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord has brought upon him, and each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. И я знаю, что как бы сейчас, ну, каждый переживает такие очень непростые вещи в нациях наших. And I know that each one of us in our nations are is going through difficult things. It's not easy. И, ну, Израилю Бог сказал, что утешайте народ мой. And God said to Israel, comfort my people. И я сам утешитель ваш. And I myself, I am your comforter. И что вот эти раны, которые сейчас просто происходят, ну, в народах, наших народах, они будут Богом как бы для открытых сердец, Бог будет изливать много утешения и исцеления. And those wounds that are happening right now in both of our nations, God will pour out his comfort upon those whose hearts are open to that. Я еще хочу поделиться, что, знаете, в детстве, когда я очень сильно болела, In childhood, I want to share with you, when I was very seriously и мама, она не знала, как меня действительно утешить, и она знала, что я люблю, ну, как люблю украшения. My mother 
she didn't know how to comfort me, but she knew that I li liked jewelry. У нее были золотые серьги и так далее, там кольца. Я, когда мне было очень плохо, она снимала и вот мне как бы показывала. She had golden earrings and rings, and when I felt really bad, she would she would take off those uh, rings and show them to me. Есть такое также место, что вот в Писании, что я просто скажу его, я просто не общий смысл. There's a scripture. I don't remember where it is, but I'll tell you the general meaning what it says. Что ты безутешная, бросаемая бурею, я положу твои твое основание на сапфирах и на рубинах. That you are comfortless. I think it's Isaiah 54 that I will put your foundations on rubies. It's 54, Isaiah 54, 11. I remember that it's somewhere there. Mm -hmm. Oh, afflicted city, lashed by storms and not comforted. I will build you with stones of turquoise, with foundations with sapphires, your foundations with sapphires. I will make your ba battlements of rubies, your gates of sparkling Jews, and all your walls of precious stones. No, времени мало, поэтому просто я помолилась об этом. There's not much time left, so I would like just to pray into that. Pray for that. Господь, Дух Святой, Ты утешитель просто. Lord, Holy Spirit, You are our comforter. Я благодарю Тебя, Господь, что Ты приготовил Твое утешение, Господь, сейчас. And I thank You, Lord, that You have prepared Your comfort even now. Для народов, Господь. For the nations. И я прошу тебя, Господь, о том, чтобы сердца открылись, Господь. Чтобы ты излил, Господь, твое утешение и любовь, Господь, и исцеление. That you would pour out your comfort and love and healing. Я молюсь тебя об этом, Господь, для наших народов, Господь, особенно для Украины, Господь Боже. I pray for our nations, Lord, especially for the Ukraine, Lord. Чтобы это твое служение как утешителя. That this ministry is a comforter. Оно просто нашло распространение, Господь. It would widely spread, Lord. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. Oh. Amen. I want to pray some more into this. Father God, you see every hurting person, all the refugees you hear, and those who are there in the Ukraine, Lord. And Father God, I ask you to connect your church with every hurting people, that they would find your comfort, that your church would have your heart and would reach out and would I thank you that 
the body is reaching out and bringing humanitarian aid and food and clothes and everything. But Father, and helping find a place to live. But I ask you, Father God, that you would move many Christians to minister healing, that there would be many Christians who are trained for it and who are not trained for it, because not everyone knows how to do trauma counseling and stuff like that. But Father God, your spirit is the comforter. So we ask you that these people, their needs will be met, and they'll be met by your people, by Christians, Lord. I ask you for grace for each person who has seen horrible things, who has lost someone, who has lost their homes, that you would come and supernaturally bring forgiveness and healing into their hearts, Lord. Only you can do that, Lord. Let this wound not go on and on for years, Lord, for generations, Lord. We ask you to do a supernaturally deep and quick work of healing, Lord, for every single one. In Jesus' name, I pray in Russia as well. We have very many refugees from the eastern Ukraine, from Donetsk and Lugansk region. So I pray this prayer for the church in Russia to reach out, Lord, that it will be the opposite of what the enemy is doing, that you will release the gifts of the spirit that are so needed to bring healing and the comfort, the compassion, that you would rise compassion in the hearts of men, of Christians, Lord. Lead your church into this more and more, Lord. Thank you that you hear us. Thank you that you are the comforter. Amen. Maybe somebody doesn't know that we have upon thousands of refugees from Eastern Ukraine, and they're very hurting people. And that's why we hear stories that are not only bad things that are happening from our side, but that have been done to them because they're civil people and they've been sitting in basements and being shelled from the other side from the western Ukraine and used as shields, living shields, to protect those who are sitting there like in this plant, enterprise, wherever. And so there's so many of those and Christians reach out a lot and helping, like collecting money, bringing food, bringing clothes. But there's a huge need and there are very few people trained to do that. But there's an anointing that teaches us all things. So we do have refugees and we need to minister to them. Yeah, lots, especially in the areas that are closer to, the, to there. But then they're spread. The government helps them also, and they are all over the country. So the church would need to find them and to reach out to them if they, yeah. Shoshana, please. Yes, go ahead. Yes, I had a picture in the beginning of two wounds, and they were very deep and very deep. And I saw Jesus with his arm, and when somebody gets a surgery, sometimes they come with this, I said, these tissues, the sterile tissues, and to, to stop the blood into the wound, we call it tampons. And I saw the arm, and it was reaching back to the elbow into this wound to stop the blood, to stop bleeding, and to stop the wound, mm. the wounding part. And it was done on both sides, and I sensed. This are the deep wound of Ukraine and Russia, both wounds, but Jesus wants to heal and desires to. Yeah, and when God created the earth, the spirit hovered over this chaos. <clears throat> God 
spoke and his creation was there. I think this is now the situation too. We have a chaos and we need the Holy Spirit to hover over it and we need to speak out the word and Jesus is the word. Yeah, and the truth. So I pray into this. Huh? Lord, and I thank you that you are the one who is going to heal, that this is your desire to heal these deep wounds and that even there's a lot of chaos and we are sometimes like overwhelmed and we are overwhelmed with this. You, you have the solution, you have the healing of it. And we know this. We ask really Holy Spirit come over, over us, fill us more, fill your church, fill your body of Christ, that as our hearts be open, that we are going to be the tissue in your hand to stop the bleeding, to stop the wounds, to heal the wounds, the deep wounds they have in their hearts. And so they might be able to trust you again and to believe in you and to experience and accept your love, Jesus, your wounds. You did everything on the cross. You have finished it. By your wounds, we are healed. And I thank you also for Isaiah 61, that this is your aim. This is your heartbeat. And call us out and release us. Take our hands on the plug. Plow. Yeah. Amen. Plow. <laughs> Amen. Can I just say two more words, Fred, and then we can close. I want to share just a testimony that I've been, we've been praying with my group that there would be a Russian-Ukrainian watch. And there is one. It's not a regular one. It's every time I prayed with wonderful people from other nations, I felt uh, the desire to have it's just Ukrainians and us because we are like in a family. You quarreled in your family and you reconcile in your family. And I was really looking for people who are in a spirit of reconciliation. And I knew that's key. That's what God is waiting for, to stop the war, actually. And so... I just, I was on one of those watches just a couple days ago, and I realized they had two of them in March, which I just didn't know because we don't know everything that's going on in the body of Christ. And we were planning to do them more. And there was so much love, so much acceptance, so much true words of God from his heart. And it's very encouraging and very important in the spirit realm. It changes things. Yeah, thank you. That, that is so awesome because I've been trying to find this photo that I have when we were in Shiloh, I think it was in 2019. But there was a most unusual cloud formation. It was like a hoopah that we we're under this covenant of God's. <laughs> and I we just declared that that watch is going to come into greater fulfillment and but do not despise the days of small beginnings and i'd love to connect with you on that the value of connecting with the greater watches i believe this is part of the paradigm that god is releasing for the bride it's a bridal paradigm and the core values that we have will protect us all and keep us in that unified place of growing in unity and with deeper root systems. So Father, we declare a blessing over the Ukraine-Russia watch. 
we know that is very important, critical in this hour, and I believe it is a key to unlocking what Hudson Taylor saw almost over a century ago. So we call forth that revival and the, the reuniting of, of Russia that can only be done by the spirit. It cannot be done by religious structures. It must be done relationship by relationship. And we speak life and health into that in Jesus' name. Thank you. That's very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, it was very powerful too. Oh, sure. on for three hours, we were planning to, and I'm not the one who organized it, but it was in a very good flow of good. the spirit. And there are ministers there. That's why it went on so long, because everyone likes to preach. <laughs> oh, okay. gosh. That's great. Okay, That's the so, best news all day. Yeah. Susan, do you have any announcements before we close? Just that I want to put everybody on the radar screen for tomorrow. We're having a major conference call regarding the USA and Israel. There's a trajectory that's very alarming going on here with Biden's upcoming trip to Israel. And of course, it's just before the Straits of Tammuz. And so there's a real convergence again here spiritually that we're seeing. And we want to get out in front of that. And so Rick Ridings, Pastor Jim and Rosemary Garlow will be on with us. Rania Saye from Israel also. What so time? It'll, it'll be right after the Shabbat. Israel time, it will be at, the Shabbat is at five. Carolyn Hyde is going to lead that five to six. And at six, we'll have this special conference call. <clears throat> and right is on the same line, correct, Sue? This same line, this line, okay. it'll be on this line. So we'll go um, get right the, from into that call. I sent out an email. I sent it out to your friends and collaborators in Christ. Let's get people on board because mm -hmm. this will give us prayer strategy on how to go forward into this. I'd also, I'll make public, I just got permission to make public the conference call yesterday that had a lot of insight mm -hmm. in how to pray for Israel right now and the Middle East. Does it say in the email, I don't know much about this issue with Biden and Israel, sorry. He's, there's two issues. One is he's going to propose a two-state solution. And also uh, there's issues about separating the consulate from the embassy. That's, there's a lot of underground stuff that will divide Jerusalem. Okay. Yeah, I read it now. I remember in the chat or somewhere. Yeah, it's none of it is good but the Lord we're, we're already in a very precarious state here in the united states and it's very humbling to have to call this for us but i we are not going in a good spiritual trajectory and not the one that god has ordained okay thank you dear before we have a closing prayer katya i just wanted to emphasize that <clears throat> what this has been such an important strategic hour and what you have, were speaking into for most of the hour, that we need to hear from the Lord ourselves, uh, that we cannot be totally rely on what other people say, even famous prophets, uh, etc. This is part of the foundation on which the watch has been built. We determined that we would not have the kind of thing where we post prayers and you need to pray those same prayers that that people would hear for themselves and we would pray as the spirit leads us now that means corporately we can certainly pray in one accord and we need to 
but but we're the whole idea of the watchman is the, the watchman stands up on the high place, sits on the wall and looks out and determines what it is that he's seen. And, and this is something that we need to do corporately, but we need to do it individually as well. And so what you're saying is so foundational, especially in this hour, because we have not been this way before. We've not been this way before individually. We've not been this way before in our churches, in our nations, or in the world, across the world. And the only way I would submit to you that the only way that you can have such a call where you have a watch with, with Russia and the Ukraine together is for people hearing from the Lord for themselves and saying, no, we need to do this. It's very key, very important. So you hit, I believe, right on the heart of God, Katya, today. So I just thank you for, for listening to him and for going forward. And we just want to just say again, we just bless you and your Russian team that's on. And we just say, keep pressing into the Lord because you have the potential to change history in what you're, in what you're doing and what you're saying and what you're doing as you come in agreement with Could we have that? Are you available if you could close us off in prayer? Father, we thank you that this was a very special for everyone and that you continue to speak to us in our private time with you as we seek you with your word with the help of the Holy Spirit and I'm so thankful Abba that you are opening more eyes to this truth to seek you to seek those revelations coming directly from you and we are grateful for these leaders and these people that their sermons but what better way to receive these revelations from you the father the creator of all so i bless each one of my brothers and sisters in this hour and we give you all the glory bless our brothers in russia and ukraine that your plan perfect plan for unity in this part of the body with these beautiful nations but come forth in Yeshua's name. All God's people said, Amen. 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 Amen.